Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes, and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And I've been watching a lot of clips of SNL, you know, people breaking while in character. And that was a perfect situation where I was like, ah, keep it together. I got nothing. I got nothing. I can't hold Have it. Have you been watching a lot of those clips recently? Mm-hmm. I love it's, those clips. It's been fun, man. All I do is laugh along because it's just, there's nothing better than watching someone trying to not laugh to make you laugh harder. Like, that's mm-hmm. the goddamn best. I fucking yep. love it. And seeing those moments where these professional actors like cannot hold it together. They're doing their goddamn best. And it's just like either the other people are just egging it on or, you know, they're stone faced. This person's like, God damn it. I can't, you know, they're biting their lip. They're doing everything that like <sighs> taking deep breaths. And they're just trying to hold it and they just can't, you know? And they're like, God, I can't, I'm losing professional, it. Professional funny people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the best part is too, like it makes you laugh harder when you see them trying not to laugh, but it also exacerbates what's happening in the sketch, like with the other actors. So the minute someone tries and fails to contain their laughter, mm-hmm. it's game over. Oh, there's it's no, there's no coming back. We've all that. been in those moments, right? Yeah. The inappropriate moments where like, you can't oh. laugh. And then the worst yeah. thing you can do is look at someone else who's also trying not to laugh. And it just pushes it over the edge. We had, I had that at my nine to five, we were in a, uh, you know, uh, everyone's familiar with Zoom calls and, mm-hmm. and video meetings. We were in one of our many video meetings and uh, a few of us were side slacking. A few of us who were in the meeting together were side slacking about someone presenting in the meeting and just how absolutely dumb what was being said was and and other things. And we all we were, we were starting to crack each other up and you could just tell all of us like looked away from our screens at the same time, because if we caught each other's eyes in the, in the little window, all of us had that, like that, you know, that like lips pursed together, kind of back, really trying not to laugh. It was, uh, there's with, especially with the video call. Cause if you turn your camera off, that calls far more attention to what's going on. And exactly. so it's, uh, it's just a very precarious situation to be in. That happened last year during Natalie's parent-teacher conference. We were doing it over Zoom. Something happened on our end. Yeah. And like, I was, I, I was just like, Jill, we got to keep it. We got to hold it together. This wonderful person is trying to explain to us what, <laughs> you know, what's going on with our child. And, and we're both just like, <sighs> I was like, we can put it on mute, but we're still, you know, you're going to see us. You know, it's like, we can't be talking. Right. We got to be looking. I just realize now how much I look like that bald dude from Empire Strikes Back from Cloud City. Yep. That landing goes, uh, beep, boop, boop, boop. And I'm like, I really, I'm really seeing it right now. Yeah, you know? I can see I mean, that. You know, I'm just like. 
we go. Well done. I mean, well done. That's for you, Twitch. If you're listening, check us no out on twitch.tv slash mygetpodcast. Lobot, of course. Lobot is his name. Lobot. Lobotomy? Lobot Star Wars. There we go. Yep, that's the dude. I'm killing go. it right now. Look up Lobot. He was a male human from the planet Bespin who, with the assistance of AJ to the sixth cyborg construct. Wow, okay. You know how we were talking about the other day in one of the threads, how we were angry that fans went so deep for some very obscure character or thing that we were looking at? This is one of the, like, we don't need to know where that guy's from. He doesn't need a backstory. Well, do Does you want to know a little bit more about Lobot? During one job, no. the theft of Very the much. Emperor's personal yacht, Lobot was gravely wounded by an Imperial Guard. Yeah, that's interesting. He's very what cool. What Says you. He called the Emperor. Oh, Emperor's yacht. Um, what is he named? Because you know, anyone who's got a yacht names the thing. So, what is the Emperor's yacht called? There are always two. <laughs> Number two. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Do you think he has two yachts? At least. He's the emperor. You know yeah. that guy, you know, not only does he get collect a salary, but you yeah. know that that guy gets all sorts of, you know, political donations and things oh, like sure. that. Just just reaping in, reaping in that stuff. You know, he's getting... He gets it. a travel stipend that he uses to fuel it. Jesus Christ, I can't believe someone actually filled out this guy's backstory. This is insane. Absolutely insane. Jesus Christ. All right. Anyway, uh, we're getting off track because that's what we do around here. Let's get started with a little bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping. Uh, first things first, if you don't already, check us out on Spotify. We exist elsewhere in all sorts of podcast platforms, but please check us out on Spotify. That's where you can find us. And also come join our Discord server. Don't know what Discord is? It's a fun little world where you can come and hang out with us. Uh, and everyone else that's a fan of the show. We post fun memes. We just sort of chat it up every day. Uh, Zenny gives you a daily meow in the chat. It's awesome. Uh, we set up video game nights. We have our podcast channels in there. So if you want to submit for a throwdown or you want to ask Practical Doug, it's all there. And if you want to join, just head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. In the about section, you'll find a little button. That is the old link to Discord. It'll take you your invite straight on over. Join right in. It'll be great. Jervis says, I once had housekeeping open the door while I was having some special cuddles with my ex. We had the do not disturb on and everything. Yeah, I think that's happened to everyone. That's happened to me. I mean, are you sure that that housekeeper wasn't trying to just reenact one of their favorite scenes? You sure that was a housekeeper? These are all questions that we need answers to. Yeah. Think about that, Jared. Think about that. Also, check out our merch on Redbubble. What merch do you th- do you do you ask? Is it this fucking cool ass shirt right here? This dope what? ass Mind Gap shirt? Look how yeah. thin the model is. Right, it's wearing it. Is it this new dope ass Mind Gap hat? Uh oh. Yeah, Shit. you can get fucking hats now. How about that? Let me allow dildo into the chat. There, there we go. <laughs> hey, check out that shit. You can get your own fucking hat. Dude, that's actually pretty cool. I might have to grab one of those. Yeah, it's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm very thrilled. I need a new hat because my other ones are getting real sweaty and stinky. Real stinky and icky. Real stinky and icky. So check that out, man. It's great. We support your support your local Mind Gap podcast and get yourself something nice in the meantime. 
Yeah. I'm still looking to get some new designs in there, but for now we've got the classic Mind Gap logo and we've got the I Will Haunt Your Butt. So check if that anyone out. wants to uh, donate a design to us to submit a design of any of the inside jokes that we've got going on or, you know, I'd love to see a design of. for Uncle Doug's puzzle basement. I'd love Send to see something in. like that. I'd love to uh, figure something out for that because I think that would be really fun. I mean, and we've it, got so many things. You you could do a chill your tits. We've you got chill your tits. A, you could do a uh, fuck me slotty. I don't oh. know how that would look, but I'm I put my dick in worse. You know, my dick in worse. Justin's not happy. He's going to go fuck uh, that body. Know, he's going to go f- showing some signs of being fucking wet. Oh, that's a good one. We could we could Just have saying. like a, a, like some sort of like coach coach reno like hydro coach or something like that you know just just a guy that looks really intense and and and, and wet it's just like it'd be a great inside joke no it doesn't like Absolutely. that one no it doesn't showing like some that. signs of being fucking wet yeah maybe he's a professional wrestler i don't know yeah, you know who knows <laughs> pc principal reno reno accords leave everyone behind get wet <laughs> oh i love it I just have no actual design skills. Neither do I. So, which is why I'm not good. Also, Zenny brought up a good point during our last video game stream. Uh, mind gap dildos. You know? I suggested the head could be, like, shaped like a brain. You know, ribbed for her pleasure. Or his pleasure. Know. I don't know. I don't know who used dildos. Who uses them? I don't know. Everybody. Either way, yeah. It's right? a real smart brain. Got a lot of wrinkles. Yeah, right? It's got a lot. A lot of brain wrinkles. It's got a lot to offer. You know? Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's you know, we're working on it. it's a great it. idea. Mind Gapers Dildo. I don't like that one, Jared. I don't. But speaking of but the video game live stream, Justin's got keep something. Keep the ideas coming. Yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah. Right? I don't want to say no, but no. But no. Um, any Doug's a dildo if you're brave enough. That's true. That's a good one, Slotty. That could be, it could be a Doug-shaped dildo. Casually, Willow. Says, not the first thing, <laughs> not the first thing you hear when I open the stream is Mind Gap Dildos. Hey, merchandise. Welcome. 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 I'm glad to have Doug, you. Doug, tell us about that video game stream. So we video game stream. Let me try that again. We live stream video games every Saturday night at 8 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. And last Saturday was an absolute blast. I pulled together. I, I got home from vacation and I pulled together a motley crew of awesome people, uh, including Noah, Alpaca, Casually Willow, and eventually, uh, uh, the good the good man Caleb came by. We had ourselves a wonderful uh, game of Dead by Daylight. If you're not familiar with that game, that is the very first episode of Justin Plays Video Games, available on our YouTube channel, um, which was a lot of fun to film and edit and put together. It's a very spooky game. Uh, I was not very good, um, but it was fun. It was a very fun game, very stressful, but in a fun way as... Someone is essentially a killer and they try to hunt you and you have to try and start generators to, to get out. And it's it's terrifying. One of the most terrifying ones is that uh, Noah has one of the characters. They're ca- it's called the twins. And it's, uh, you know, someone's walking around and what they do, Justin, you'll love this. Um, they have like a, a conjoined twin attached to their body. And what they can do is as their ability, they pop them out and that little twin will run around and he will jump on you. And you move slowly trying to peel them off. Well, then you switch back to the other part, one who comes by and then tries to murder you. It's terrifying. Absolutely no, terrifying. You. Yeah, not great. No, thank you. If, if I just, yeah, if I was in that game and just heard the. Oh, so, well, you see it and you're like, I cannot run this. It's the worst. It's a horrible oh. feeling. You're like, oh, cool. God. And it's just, and you're like trying to peel it off of you. It's like, ah, 
it's I'm already fun. getting like anxiety just hearing you talk about it. Doug sent me a, a clip of the stream from Saturday and I watched it and immediately my anxiety spiked. Yeah, I was, it was horrible. It was a great moment. There was a lot of fun moments in that stream. So uh, that was great. And then this Saturday, I'm super excited because we are headed back into the dungeon with... Dungeons and Dragons, the fantasy board game starring Justin as Miley, the elven wizard. We've got Jared as Lita, the halfling rogue. We've got Sam as Regdar, the human warrior. And of course, Eric as Josen, the cleric. We're coming back. We're heading into Adventure 11 again, where we left off, where the boys are now level three and realizing that the enemies and the traps are a little bit more difficult uh, than the, than they have been than, 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 than they're used to. So it's gonna be a really good time. Looking forward to it. That's this Saturday, 8 p.m. Central. Twitch.tv/slash Mind Gap Podcast. I never heard the whole heart part of that. That was pretty cool. Oh, that's only we we only ever make it a third of the way through that song. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I love it. It's a cool song, man. It's a cool song, bro. It's a cool song, bro. So yeah, bro. Yeah, check us out. It'll be a good time the other one i have i never i always that's our official one i got this one on q2 oh shit right oh shit i feel like the first thanos just showed up <laughs> <laughs> amazing um yeah, this was a little too intense i think i'm you gonna know? trash that one yeah the chariots of war is the that's the go-to man that's yeah. it yeah I feel like that other one, there's like a, an opportune time to do it. It's very sinister. Like shit's about to go down. Whereas Dungeons & Dragons oh, yeah. is like, are you ready dun, 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 to fight some fucking goblins? Because <laughs> we going to do it. Are you, was the, are you, uh, are you ready? We're going to fight the goblin tonight. Stick a spear in their eye. No. Hop in the wagon and ride the horses. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna fight the yogurts. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. Musical improv isn't my thing. Uh, I have my moments, but uh, it's good to see you, man. I was on Ooh. vacation last week, and it was. And from what I understand, it was incredible. In incredible. It was pretty fucking awesome. Definitely one of the best vacations I've been on. Uh, just so much relaxing, yeah. so much chilling. Uh, Natalie had a goddamn blast. We didn't realize the place we were staying had a pool, and it was a really nice pool. Uh, and we were in there every single day, uh, sometimes awesome. twice a day. Perfect and weather for it, too. Amazing. My God, yeah. A sweat dip in the pool followed by a little hot tub stint, and then it was like nights out, nights out for Doug. Nights out. Nights out. Yeah. The night went away. It did. Came yeah. out. Um, and it was on a little, but you had the, you had the lake, you had the hot tub, you had the pool, like you couldn't get all the water. We're staying at this place called Goldberry Woods. I can't recommend enough. It's in Union yeah. Pier, Michigan, just North of New Buffalo. And it is phenomenal. It's, it's its own little like bed and breakfast with a little orchard and farm. And they have, you can buy the shit that they grow there in this old school camper. Like That's they're awesome. just like every day you just go in to sing what they got. They're like, Oh, you want cucumbers? Oh, you want, you know, cherry tomatoes or, you know, pepitos or whatever you want. Like they got them all, man. They had beautiful, just flower arrangements and stuff you could buy. It was awesome. It was so cool. And the owners were so cool. 
they were just out and about tending to their stuff. They're like, hey, how's it going? They had chickens. They had ducks. They had quails. You could get quail eggs if you wanted to just buy them. Oh, shit. Straight out of there. It was awesome. Now, so did much they have fun. on their website when you sent it to me, they had these, uh, the, the pictures in the gallery of people had kind of communal, like eating together around a table. Do they offer like a communal sit down breakfast or is it just you go there and you just kind of on your own? That's a great question. They offer Thank a you. breakfast that's additional that you have to let them know 24 hours in advance so they can prepare everything uh, okay. for. And then I think everyone just sort of like they have areas where you can come and eat and things like that. Um, we didn't do that because, you know, we brought our own food and we're just like, that's how we roll these days. We can go cook our own shit. Um, but it was, I tell you what, man, um, we stayed in this cottage on the property, like on the edge of the property, just next to the woods. And the first night, um, I took Loki out, you know, to go pee before bed and it was like pitch black. Yeah. And I'm like staring into the wilderness and I was like, <laughs> Uh, I turned the flashlight on on my phone. I don't know if that made it better or worse, but I felt like I was in Dead by Daylight where I was like... I was going to say, there's something very... It's the same feeling you get with... with I don't remember what the specific word is uh, or term for it, but... The Diarrhea. Fear of water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where like the fear of the unknown and the depths of, of yeah. water. Same thing when you're staring into pitch black or you're standing like at the edge of a forest. I feel that same sense of like, oh man, anything could be in there. Well, and I don't you, know. It makes you realize how far we've come as humans, you know, <laughs> where you're just like, oh, right. Before, you know, like we had, we didn't know really what was out there. And you'd hear right. things like cicadas and you'd be like, the trees are screaming again. You know, right. like, um, it, it's just. I had that conversation with Beth just the other day. I was like, what, what, like, who was the first time that these things appeared? What did people think? Just like, oh. Well, the trees are screaming. That's new. Like, They're well, mad. How did, how did you go about figuring that out? And my, like, I love, I love the concept. We, we talked about this before. The concept of the first time things happen. Yeah. And just people going, what the fuck is this? Right. What's happening right now? Yeah. And just the idea of, hey, we need to start a fire and soon. Um, <laughs> because... It's fucking dark out here in the wilderness, right. and this is bad. We can't see shit, and this is where bad things live, and uh, this is not good. Um, and yeah, it was. I was the first night terrified me. Uh, I was like, "All right, go pee, dog, real fast, because this is really unsettling." <laughs> and and I was fine most of the other nights because we also figured out they had these nice lights over by a fire pit. We'd have a fire and stuff, and a couple yeah. nights, Natalie. Jill went to bed and I stayed out and just watched the fire and had a good time. But like one of the last nights, uh, I was just doing stuff with the fire and Jill said she heard a growl <laughs> from somewhere. She goes, what was that? I go, I didn't hear it. She goes, well, if Loki doesn't do anything, I, don't worry, I won't worry about it. And like two seconds later, Loki starts going, woof, woof. It starts like pointing in like the direction where Jill said she heard the growl well, come from. Time to go in. And it freaked Jill and Natalie out, and it, and it was it did not leave my mind the rest of the time. Where I'm like, all right, I'm not hanging out here tonight. Like I'm gonna yeah. go back inside, uh, <laughs> or we're walking by the orchard and it's all locked up, and we hear something scurry in there, and Loki like dives like towards the orchard. Like I'm like, I don't know, it could be a rabbit, could be right. a cat, could be something bigger. I don't fucking know. Um, I love how like the dog is just like, we'll go get it. And as a human, you're like, let's not, dude. Let's just go in, dude. Uh 
last night, uh, I let Loki out. Like I, I was it last oh, well, well, Sunday night. I'd used the smoker and I was like, Oh, I gotta go cover it up. So it's like, I don't know, eight, eight 30. And I'm putting the cover on and whatever. And Loki's out there. And then I just, I, I heard Loki go Woof, and I look and there's something back there. And she's just like darting around. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Oh my God, it's a skunk. It's in oh, our backyard. No. And Loki is like, like, oh, oh you want to no. go? You want to go? Just like getting all up in there. And I just yeah. let loose this Loki, no. Cause she's, and she's not listening. She's just, I'm like, this is it. This dog is going to get sprayed and I have no idea where we're going to put her. I have right. no, it all came from practical dogs. Like, I don't know, man. Like we don't have like an area just to lock her in, but she's going to smell for weeks. The skin has to die. You know, like, practical I don't know. Practical Doug just started weeping. Like just, just crying at the, at the thought. Oh, somehow a Loki didn't kill it. Yeah. And B this thing just didn't spray. It's, I think it may have been a younger skunk. And okay. it maybe was like, I don't know what to do. And it just sort of slid right. out under our fence. And I was like, get your ass in here. <laughs> I was like, get inside. I was like, we dodged a bullet. Because I told Jill, it's just a matter of when. She will oh, get yeah. sprayed by a skunk at some point. It, it, it will happen. Do you guys happen. have a lot of skunks, skunks out there? We had it really bad yeah. last year. Um, yeah. This year hasn't been as bad. But just over the last week or so, or week or two weeks, we've seen or smelled them a lot. Last year, I go for walks with Loki in the morning. And I'd see one... Almost every morning, like, oh, fuck. Sorry, man, I got to get home. It was a late night because they're nocturnal. And it was just yeah. like, doo 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 I'm like, Drunk okay, a skunk. okay, this guy's just, it's 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 daylight, dude. It's starting to, the sun's coming up. He's like, I know, dude, been there. Right. Am I right? He just starts like wandering off. I saw him all the time. I think yeah. someone may have gotten rid of the nest. So we haven't seen him a whole lot this year, but I'm like, I don't like it. I yeah. don't like it. Noah, oh, yeah. said, Noah said a couple weeks ago I was scared spaghetti was going to jump over a chain link fence to chase a deer into traffic when we had her off leash. Oh my god, that's that's terrifying. I often wonder how Abby would do with uh, with deer. Where we're looking for houses, they got a lot of deer out there, and mm -hmm. so I'm, you know, we we're fortunate enough to find a house out there. I'll be very curious to see how she does the first time a fucking deer walks through our yard. Yeah, Loki is always. I'm always. I will never truly trust loki off leash unless yeah. it's an enclosed area because of that like she has this she zeroes in and she is you cannot break it she is yeah the ultimate concentration which yeah. to that i respect but when i'm like will you fucking listen to me she's like no i'm in on this this right. thing is going down it's like oh my god like it, it's it's terrifying this is what we play for. Yeah, like we we were at the Warren Dunes and they had a dog beach over there, which was awesome, you know, and some people were kind of dicks and just letting their dogs off leash, which, you know, it's one of those things where we've kind of talked about this before, like this dog just comes running up, it's playing and the lady's like, it's okay, he's friendly. I'm like, what if mine's not? Bingo. What That's you, what I'm saying. Yes. You, how would you do if my dog just attacked your dog, you know, or you realize that your dog has an advantage on mine. It's not on a leash. Mine is. Right. And your dog is just running up to my dog. Like, mm -hmm. did you consider that for a fucking second? Like, think about that. Like, think about what what you're doing there. But that right. being said, I'm like, I would never do that because A, Loki would just go steal everyone's fucking food because that's how she is. And B, right. there's like trees and shit back there. She could just go boom and she'd be yeah. gone. I'm like, I don't know. Like, when we're in the dog park, she comes back to us. But there's also, I don't know. That seems like a safe space. I don't trust her 
on the beach of a place she doesn't know to just right. come hang out. She also really likes the water. Would she go out yeah. into the waves? I have no idea. <laughs> right. That's we lucked out with Abby because she's uh and I don't know if I'll I don't like next dog we get, I don't know, you know, uh I didn't do a ton to train her. She naturally stays with you. And so yeah. I did, you know, some as, as, as we had her for a little while, you know, I did a couple tests of like, where's her boundaries of like when she stops listening and when she, and thus far in the six, seven years we've had her, uh, anytime, any and every time I've called her back, she is immediate to respond. That's awesome. And I'm, very very fortunate so like we're a little bit if we're up at a beach and there's no one there or something we're we're happy to take her off leash because i know she will like even if she's out in the water she'll always return but if there if we you know get another dog i don't know uh i don't know if i'll 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 be that she's it's a it's a rarity that you find you know a personality like this in a especially in a blue healer yeah i totally and i i don't know with loki if she she i don't know Maybe when she's two, three, who fucking knows? I doubt it. I think she's yeah. just too smart for her own good. She's too curious for her own good. And I think there's a hound in her and she's just like, cool, oh, I'm going to follow this. And she just goes. And I'm just like, all right, noted. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, like Jared says, blue heroes are working dogs. I'm like, well, so are border yeah. collies. And that's what Loki is mostly. So they, uh, you know, they got shit to do. So, which by the way, Loki met another blue healer. Uh, when we went up to Wisconsin to visit uh, Jill's sisters. Oh, yeah? And uh, he was totally cool towards Loki. Apparently, he that's doesn't awesome. like some of the other dogs, but he was just like, what's up? You know, he was cool. That's that's good. That's They're like, great. Don't get close to the house because he is very protective of his house. <laughs> but they were like on a big open farmland area. He just wandered. Like, he was just doing his own thing. I was like, nah, this dog's that's really, really happy, yeah. you know? <laughs> I feel like that's there are certain breeds, too, where like, because like, I know border collies. They uh, they they use for work. I, specifically, blue healers are used for on farms for rounding up cattle and stuff like that. So I do feel like I've seen even in videos and stuff. I feel like I've seen people who just let their blue healers kind of like they form a perimeter and they usually don't go around outside of that yeah. perimeter because they know I'm needed. I don't know. I don't know what that innate uh, or that 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 internal sense is, but it's it's interesting just to watch how dogs react to that kind of stuff it's funny because they also had goats up at at this farm and the goats were like you know kind of popping their heads out of the fences and he would come up and be like he get like the really intense like the healer would be like what yeah. the fuck are you get back in there like he was just back in your face naturally yeah. just like you better not and they're like we can't go anywhere man he's like you, right. you better not my mom told me a story she used to have like i think it was it was some sort of a uh shepherd dog okay and it would try to herd the cats in the backyard. It would just naturally awesome. be like, Rrr, and it'd drive the cats crazy. They're like, God damn it. It's like, no, you stay in line. Like it would just <laughs> like try <laughs> to keep him, keep them together. I'm like, that's amazing that those yeah. dogs instincts are just like, yep, this is what I know how yeah. to do. You know? Well, that's what I'm wondering too. Like if she were to encounter a deer, would that be, would that healer instinct kick, kick in? And would she start trying to hurt, like round it up basically? Would she try to keep it in an area or, mm -hmm. Like I, I'm just, I'm very curious what would happen. Yeah, right. Just like how bulldogs are known to like essentially charge, bite down on something, 
and they're they have very high pain tolerance and most of the time they so would can't get it yeah they would get like they would die in the process of like you know they call them bulldogs because they would go for a bull clamp around its neck sometimes it would get gored but it would just like you know just very stubborn yeah. and very <laughs> brutal in that regard like that's right. what they're trained for yeah i think uh have you, have you ever seen uh have you ever seen uh clips of blue healers actually working cattle and like rounding them up no it's incredible the reflex time that they have because they they're they're known as healers because they'll nip at the heels of mm -hmm. the of the quote-unquote heels of the cattle and so to watch there's people who have filmed it in slow motion and they'll run up and they'll nip and the cow will kick and it like it's like they're pro boxers they're just <laughs> slipping and just shucking and driving they're just they're getting out of the way it's incredible and they're always barely missing but they're and then immediately when the hoof comes down they do it again and they get they keep the cattle moving but they they can slip every single one of those hooves it's it's incredible to how watch. annoying would that be to be cattle and have something just fucking <laughs> nipping at your heels like like god damn it quit god damn it it's like no stop. you stay in line it's like quit just stop nipping at my heels god damn it <laughs> how obnoxious yeah. Jared says uh, his brother's Kelpie rounds up children if you let her off the leash. She grew up on a sheep farm. <laughs> that sounds that sounds right as well. That's yeah. amazing. I love it. That's so cool. <laughs> but long story short, I had a great vacation. I'm glad to be back. Um had a really good time. It was it was a wonderful vacation. And I'm, I'm super excited to come back. And while I was on vacation, something amazing happened. They released the trailer for the new Matrix movie. Oh, buddy. Which was super interesting because I just happened to rewatch the trilogy a couple weeks ago just because I felt like it. Had no you idea did, that... You didn't the, know this was coming out. Nope. It was not until I talked about it on the podcast a couple episodes that Jerry was like, you know, the fourth one's coming out in December. And I was like, huh? What? December? I was like, how come we haven't right. seen a trailer? And it was just like, oh, and then well, here comes a trailer. <laughs> what Jared actually says was... It is true. What many of you have heard. The fourth one is coming out. It's true. It's yeah. very true. It's coming. Right. And I was like, I don't know. Like, and it's it's funny because I rewatched the trilogy and it sort of reignited my interest in the in in the franchise. Like I, sure. I had watched it and I don't know. I think it was always in a positive light for me. But I was like, yeah, the third one's a bit, you know, weak yeah. and whatever. We talked about how I thought the second one gets more shit than it deserves. But to hear, uh, you know, normally I'm like, ah, just let it end. Yeah. But um, I'm just curious to see, because as I mentioned in our Discord, I go, what I'm interested in is in seeing from the trailer as well, um, the special effects in the Matrix, while great at the time, have not aged well at all. And right. I think the first one is still pretty decent. The second and third one where you have the CGI, Keanu Reeves and agent smith and stuff like that Ugh. i think they out they out kicked their coverage just a little bit on the on those two the first one they still they were innovating but still playing within the the parameters of what they were able to do yeah and the there was a third they yeah. were just like let's go for broke well i think the first one there was still more just actual humans there yeah there was some cgi but in like the second and third one there are straight sequences where it looks like kind of like a bad video game where it's obviously a CGI Keanu Reeves bouncing, jumping off the heads. Oh of yeah, the hundred Smith Smith's, fight is, is. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that and, one is notorious. And so seeing this trailer um, got me excited because you get to see some of the action sequences and they look pretty damn good. 
just right. you know how what they're doing and and everything and they've got some great actors um in there and I don't know. For some reason, I, I feel much more forgiving with this. Where you know, some people are like, "How the hell is Trinity still alive? How right. the hell is you know Neo back?" Well, I'm like, you know, I don't really care. I'm sure they'll tell us, you know, which is I, funny I because say, you know how I normally am. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. You're just like, no, we don't need this. No, to all the people that are that are afraid of of what's coming, I think Morpheus said it best. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it that's right you have to shed your fear of it and instead of like you did instead of looking forward stand here without fear because i remember i remember that i am here not because of the path that lies before me but because of the path that lies behind me wise words from morpheus i feel that's like right. they were teeing up the fourth one coming 20 years later in that movie I feel like he was telling everyone, don't fear what's coming. Remember the good that happened before and embrace the future. And he also said, machines. He did say, machines. <laughs> you finally got it. I love it. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see uh I'm excited to see how they justify I think at the end of the day how they justify making another fucking one like i i'm 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 not like over the moon like oh my god i can't believe finally yeah like i'm not fanboying out on this one but i am very curious to see what they do with it because to your point i do think that the technology is finally caught up to what they want to do and uh it, you know it, it has been so long so and they left it in such an interesting place in the third one. I'm I'm very curious to see how they justify restarting the whole, you know, sequence of you know humans as batteries and the matrix and you know simulations and all like how how are they rebooting this program inside yeah. of the movie? Um, and also, who is is it is it a version of Morpheus we're seeing or is it a new? That's the thing that the internet's all fucking hot and bothered about right now. Well, the guy who plays... Well, first of all, I didn't realize that guy was Morpheus. He's billed we don't as know if he is. He's billed as Morpheus on IMDb. Oh, he is? Yeah. His yeah, name is... I'm going to butcher his name, and I feel bad, but Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Like, this okay. guy is one of my new favorite actors. He really? is so good. He was uh, in Watchmen, the TV show. He was in an awesome episode of Black Mirror. Uh, okay. With Anthony Mackie. Um, he's apparently been in Handmaid's Tale. Um, I don't know, Ow. man. He's he's an awesome. He was in the show, the movie Us by Jordan Peele. Those he are was, all some heavy, heavy hitting performances. He was in the new Candyman movie. I think he played with the lead character in that. Um, Shit. He's he's going to be in the Furiosa movie. He's, he's apparently in the new uh, Aquaman movie. Like he's... He's great, man. He's really, He's really good. Day. This is awesome. He's Very cool. Absolutely phenomenal. I, I love him so much. He's so good. But, but yeah. Our billing him as Morpheus on IMDb. That's what it says. I wonder if that's going to be updated because I feel like IMDb, I, I'm sure that, you know, it, it, they're usually right. But, you know, this could be one of those uh, red herrings where maybe the studio or whoever released the information to IMDb, uh, you know, released the maybe the incorrect billing or something just to kind of throw everyone off the scent. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, 
just I don't know. I, I'm curious because it, it obviously posits a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And because um, in per canon, Morpheus died in the Matrix video game that they released. Did he? He was shot. Yeah. In Matrix Online, uh, he was shot at the end of it. Oh. There was an assassin that that right at the end of the game killed him. And it's con- I guess it was it is confirmed that he died. And that's I, from what everything that I've read is supposed to be taken as canon that that hmm. video game was. Well, so, I, I mean, again, questions are abound because, um, you know, Trinity's back. Um, and, you know, if Morpheus. Trinity, is, oh, Trinity did, did die. Didn't she, she did. She did. Interesting. Die. That's right. And obviously Neo died, but you know, the very end of, you know, Neo reassimilated. He didn't necessarily die. Exactly. What happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. And you know, at the end they ask him, will we ever see him again? And the Oracle says, you know, yeah, I I think we will, you know, the idea maybe it's is because the one is, is it always Neo or is it different people seen from the architect? It is. Well, I don't know if it's always Neo, but there's always the one. So I always interpret it as meaning that different people were the one. It wasn't necessarily always Neo, if that makes sense. See, I thought it was always Neo because of that scene where the architect is showing him like those hundreds of monitors. And he said, mm-hmm. you've been you've been here basically on an endless loop. You've done this. And so to me, that meant that he's he's always the one and he's come in in many different iterations through that same point. It's interesting because all the because I look at the because I think he made it, uh, if I remember correctly they said this was like the sixth version of the Matrix so sixth or seventh so meaning that this has been rebooted that many times and um, so how I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again because yeah. how is that possible that he had that many different iterations of an interaction with Neo then well I wonder if that was just like his emotions like his reactionary because it's interesting how you interpreted that scene because I looked at it yeah. as that was just like. It was somehow like portraying his just emotional state of things. Okay. Um, but I, I, I find that interesting that it's like, oh, no, these are just recordings of how many. Because he also says like at one point he asks or says something goes, oh, wow, that was quicker than the others. So when he says the others, I just took it as there were other people sure. that were incarnated, if you will, as the yeah. one that would pass through this. And then Neo was just the most recent you know, one to do that. But... If it is, you know, because also it's like he's older, you know, yeah. you know, Carrie so Ann Moss a, yeah, is older, somehow. right? Yeah. She's aged. Morpheus is younger. So, but I'm like, I look forward to what's cool about this is the original woman who played the Oracle after, you know, the first two, she passed away. And okay. so they recast her, but they very easily wrote it as, you know, when you mess with the Merovingian, you pay a price, you know, right. like. They, they, they're so. They're, it seems like in that world, it's very easy to play oh, yeah. with that sort of stuff in in that particular oh, it's way. Like, it's anytime you do software or anything like that, like it, you're just you know you mm-hmm. iterate you know over and over again. So like this is just the 2.0 version or the 3.0 version. Sure. So they they really did leave themselves a wide door to walk through in that regard, where they can be like, we can really recast anyone, <laughs> which is <laughs> awesome. Just call them the same person. Yeah. And not only that, it's like these. You know, they're these uh, people aren't born; they're they're birthed in pods, like they're created, they're manufactured. So, right. it could be very easy to say that, yeah, the same people will be cycled through the system again because it's all about them generating energy. They are battery yeah. power for these machines, for these, well, for these. I was on the wrong thing. Machines. For these. I gotta pull, hold on, I'm gonna pull this into the 
main board <laughs> because I need it. Here. I need it there. I'm going to um, put it right in between my camel fart and cat short. There you go. I love how this board is set up. Anyway. So I think it's interesting just to see um, what they'll do and, and how it plays out. And I, I'm just very curious. I'm also thrilled that this is also going to be on HBO Max. Yes. yes. Don't have to go to the theater. I never thought I'd be that thrilled. I am really bummed because I want to see Shang-Chi. I just don't want to go to the movie theater. Like, I really don't right way, now. Man. Like, I desperately I, want to see that movie. But I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to go to the movie theater, man. <laughs> I was watching a, uh, a Easter egg breakdown for the uh, some, for something that we're about to talk about in a couple of minutes. Um, and they referenced, they're like, you know. And the end scene in Black Widow, and I'm like, nope, turn it off. And I was like, I, I'm two movies behind. I don't. That's never happened with you and me. Yeah, we've never been two movies behind before. Yeah, I, yeah, that, I'm just like, I just don't want to do it, man. I've heard a lot yeah. of people say, um, you know, they've gone to the theaters and they have not been full, um, and in and so they they felt okay. I'm just like, I don't want to sit in a dark and closed space with other people. I just don't want yeah. to do that right now. Although I'm not going to lie, I'm tempted. I'm very tempted to just go by myself and go watch it, but I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? It might be on Disney Plus in a couple months, you know? Like Well, Black Widow is going to be on October 16th, I think. That's 13th. awesome. Looking forward it's to watching out, it. Basically in a month it'll be out. So, yeah. Yeah. Noah says Shang-Chi good. Uh, okay. and he says you guys will probably be hard to find a cleaner and emptier place where we live so which is probably true um, well we're, maybe where I live but not where Doug lives I think I think you'll probably have a better, better probably, shot than I will yeah and the burbs it's probably not too bad at this point also you know I, you know me I'm an opening weekend guy um, yeah I might I don't know maybe since um, you know maybe once it kind of dies down a little bit more I might I may try to make a I'd love to take Natalie too. God damn it, that would be fun. But to what? To see Shang Shang Chi. Oh yeah. Oh God, she'd have a blast with that. I don't know, man. I just—that's uh, the one thing I do miss—is taking her to the movies because she's only been yeah. to a couple and she really enjoyed the experience. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, I'd really like to do that, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It'll 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 come back in its own time. You'll know when it's the right time. Yeah. I I fully believe, and I, I we've talked about this again at nauseum, but like I. The more I think about it, I don't think the theater experience is ever going to go away. I, no. I don't think it'll ever go away. Uh, it, it's going to shift and change, and I think it has it has changed irrevocably uh, thus far. But uh, I don't think it'll ever go away, and, and there will come a time when we'll we'll venture back in, and it'll mm -hmm. we'll have the same feels, and we might be more selective with which movies we go see in the theater because yeah. I feel like you are going to see more movies come out day and date on streaming services, and I think that's just going to be. There's a ton of movies, like, for, again, for Godzilla uh, versus Kong, would not have gone to the theater to see it. Very happy I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah. And, you know, a, a myriad of other movies that have come out, I felt the same way. And I was, yeah. I was happy that we got the option to do that. I have been much more willing to watch stuff that's available on streaming. Like, take chances with it, because I'm like, fuck it, let's try it. Like, there was yeah. the one with Denzel Washington and... Um, um Jared Leto Jared Leto yeah I was yeah. like I'll check that one out the, the little things yeah yeah it was like it was fine it wasn't yeah. amazing but I enjoyed it it was fine I feel like I would have been bummed if I had spent uh money to go to Agreed. the theater to see that like yeah. that would have been I'd have been like yeah okay 
Same thing with No Sudden Moves with Don Cheadle and um, all those. Other I didn't dudes. watch that one. Was that good? It was good for the first two thirds. The last third really disappointed me. Fair enough. Um, but you know, the same thing. And I was like, I wasn't mad because I'm like, whatever. I'm watching it on streaming. I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll take the risk. And you know, I'm thrilled. Dune is gonna be. You know, I mean, the movie Malignant came out. I think on HBO Max. I'm not into horror films, but for part of me, it was like, fuck it, we could just try it. You know, right. like. I can I was, have all the lights on and I can walk away when it gets too scary. I just, I just read the, the, the synopsis like it takes a lot for me to watch a horror movie. Like it takes oh, for me too, a yeah. lot. Just, and not for the sake of being scared. It's just like the premises don't interest me. There's sure. a ghost. I'm like, all right. It's an evil <laughs> spirit possessing people. Okay. I just, it doesn't get me. But then I watch shit like Hereditary and that still lives in my head rent free. You know, like, yeah. like, okay, that movie is fucking that one, that one will get you. Um, <laughs> that one's going to get you. I won't watch. I don't think I'll watch that one. I very, very much enjoyed Midsummer, but won't mm -hmm. watch Hereditary. You should, so we can talk about it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but all in all, I'm excited for. I'm excited for the Matrix. I never thought I would say that. I never thought I'd be like, you know what? Cool, let's do it. Yeah. But I, I also fucking love Keanu Reeves, man. I love that guy. I think he's an awesome human. Mm -hmm. And I love what he does to prepare for fucking these these roles and he's just a good dude and I'm like yeah. I'm I'm all for it, man. Let's let's try yeah, it. Man. Let's see what this is. Let's let's give it a, give it a whirl. I'm for, I'm for it, you know. Yeah. I the uh I, again, I'm, I'm excited to see what they come up with as far as story and how they justify or how they how they justify everything that they have currently set up. And Here's a question for you. Would you, because I've been thinking about this recently, what if they took this and they did what Star Wars failed to do in that they told Matrix stories, but they started to deviate away from Neo and Trinity? Like, do you think that would be something that would be interesting? Do you think when you take Neo out of it, is there really a story to be told or is it kind of hinge on that, that central plot? point that's an awesome question neo and zion and that kind of thing i i think the animatrix proved that you absolutely Forgot can tell yeah. stories um in, in in that sort of way and you know you do run the risk with this where like neo is kind of like the jedi you know he's kind of right. like the skywalker in that regard because he is so awesome but i think there's absolutely you know stories you can tell that exist in the world of the matrix that because, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, if you want, again, going back to the third movie, a good portion of that movie wasn't about Neo. It should have been, but it wasn't. And it was still like, you get to see these people trying to fight off machines, both yeah. you, know, in, you know, in the real world. Machines. These machines. Um, and, you know, although story-wise it didn't matter, the outcome right. of that, it was still pretty cool to be like, oh, this is what's awesome. You still want to know what was going on with Neo the whole time, you know, but also he spends extremely little time in the matrix in that movie so right. you know he's he's just trying to get to those points so um while he's compelling i think there is a compelling story to be told about people who are in zion and doing other things within the matrix i think there's stuff you could do it's especially when you know what was really fun to me about the matrix was how they sort of explain things like werewolves and ghosts through the idea of programming you know, mm -hmm. and how they existed because they were there for a reason. Then they lost their purpose. And instead of being deleted, they rebelled and they went and hid. And 
you know, the Merovingian has kept them because, like, a couple of them are extremely hard to kill. Like, you have to have silver bullets. And that's like, anytime yeah. you've heard of something not right, of ghosts or aliens, you go, that's programs not doing what they're supposed to do. And I was like, that's always so kind of fun. Yeah. When you have or people. When they talked about deja vu. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's just a glitch. That's, Some, yeah. Something's like, changed. <laughs> right. It's, yeah, that, that was very, very cool. I would love to see, similar to what we talked about with Marvel movies, too, I would love to see them take genres of movies and apply it to the universe. So like a yeah. heist movie that lived. And I know there were elements of heists and, and different things within the trilogy as it exists, but I would love to see one that's just dedicated to like, you know, uh, bank robbers who have, uh, who have become aware of the matrix and can now use it. And right. then they have special, like the, maybe the Smiths are the poli the good guys in this one. And they're trying to catch the rock, like something sure. you could, you could, go nuts with it you know it could be interesting to see like i don't know a new agent right who's sure. just because you can you learn that programs kind of can exist in their own way like they have a purpose but you could also do something where people maybe they are sort of a splinter group from zion and they really try to just exert control in the matrix like they are bank robbers because they are aware and they can do this sort of shit and they amass power and things right. but they don't give a shit about doing anything in the real world. They're like, no, no, right. no, no, no. We're in the Matrix doing what we want to do. Like, you could tell fun stories like that, you know? Yeah. It could be very interesting. You know, maybe there was a murder. Because, of course, we always go to these classic genres, right? There was a murder that happened, and you have to go into the Matrix to find the clues, even though it happened sure, in the real yeah. world. Like, because someone was... It could be fun. It could be really, really fun to, to sort of explore those different things. I think it's a ripe, fun world to, to tell a whole bunch of stories. It, what it sounds like to me is it sounds like a, a limited run series for HBO. I mm -hmm. feel like that's that could be uh, that could be their next thing. HBO uh, often listens to this podcast, so if you are listening to this one, uh, you that's that's free. You can have that one for free. That's cool. Plus the, the standard industry fee of three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. you know that exactly. Yep. Uh, speaking of trailers that came out, also just a couple days ago, uh, the Hawkeye trailer. I should say yesterday the trailer came out because that's yeah. when it came out as of recording this, um, which I was very pleased to see because I've been very curious about what that show is going to be uh, all about. And it it was awesome. I thought it was great. Yeah. I was very I feel like Marvel has absolutely killed it with their shows on Disney Plus. Like they have yeah. absolutely killed it. You know, we could argue which ones are better than others, but I think each one has been very successful and very good in its own right and absolutely i have i don't have a lot of complaints i I've, I've been very satisfied with everyone that i've watched and i think this one's gonna it's gonna hold up and it's gonna keep the tradition going man it looks great yeah this one seems like it's going to uh what i'm excited about is it seems like it's got a little bit more humor than the than the other ones i feel like they're leaning into uh, the home alone Christmas campy kind of like, I feel like they're going to, they're going to rely on the, the Christmas genre, the Christmas movie genre a little bit more heavily in, in this series. And I'm not that it's going to be all jokes and it's going to be a comedy, but I definitely think that they are ripe to, uh, to have, well, I mean, when she falls through the, the ceiling and he's just, he, he rolls his eyes and, you know, she knocks down the bell tower because her arrow, she doesn't quite know how to use the, there's a lot of stuff there that I think is going to be real. It's going to be, I think more focused on fun 
it'll have its substance, but I do think it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, it's interesting because uh, probably a little over a year ago, maybe it's been longer at this point. Time is a mystery to me, but oh, um, my brother, meaning. my brother has rec- recommended a couple of Hawkeye comics to read, and it looks like this series is is based off some of those. Sure. Um, obviously, with the MCU is a different version of Hawkeye, but it, <clears throat> it essentially deals with Hawkeye, who's kind of a deadbeat in the comics. He lives in a shitty apartment building. People are like, hey, man, aren't you an Avenger? Why are you living here? He's like, ah, you know, money problems, you know, and he's just he's just kind of a rough and tumble guy. And there's this uh, girl, Kate, who he kind of trains to be the next Hawkeye. And there's a lot of similarities in that sort of stuff, like some of the sequences that you see happen. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah that reminds me a lot of the, the comics where he's doing stuff. And he's essentially training her to, you know, to be the next Hawkeye and, um you know, she, I think in the comics, this girl becomes, um, you know, part of the Young Avengers as she does take on the mantle, whereas uh, Clint takes on the mantle of Ronan. And, right. um, you know, it's it's it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people are talking about how glad they are. They're like, oh, cool. A Christmas themed thing. Like the only other Christmas one was Iron Man 3. And that was like barely right. evident, you know, like. Like that's that's I think it's fun. I think it's cool. I like Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, and um, I think it, again, it'll be interesting to see how they push, you know, further explore the universe. Because I, I kind of appreciate someone like Hawkeye because people give him shit because like oh he's he might be the weakest Avenger. I'm like I don't think you realize how effective he is. Like he doesn't yeah. miss shots. Like, right. That's and yeah, he has a bow and arrow. Give him any weapon. And he is right. fucking deadly. Like you don't. Yeah. You better hope he doesn't get a gun. Like <laughs> that guy will fucking I think murder he's proved, you. He's proved his worth with a sword, as Ronan. Absolutely. And not only that, yeah. I mean, he has that sort of offhanded comment, you know, in Civil War, where Tony's like, "Hey, man, you know, did you take up golf?" He's like, "Uh, you know, I played eighteen. I shot eighteen. You know, like he's just, he's right. good. He's very good at what he does. He doesn't miss. Yeah." And, you know, while by himself, you know, it's it'll be fun. I kind of look at it almost like an Ant-Man scope. You know, the yeah. the stakes are probably a little bit lower, but that makes mm-hmm. it more human and interesting, you know, and I don't know. It's it it, it just looks well, like a lot of fun. Hawkeye has always, I think, been or there's there's a few people in this uh, larger MCU that have been your your are the the viewer's conduit in there. Like, and he's a human, so you can relate a little bit more. You see him getting hurt. You see him, like, he's he's putting all the ice packs and the peas. Up. Like, he gets beat the fuck up where, you know, when's the last time you saw Captain Rogers put a stake on his eye? Like, exactly. It doesn't happen. So, you, uh, you know, it, 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 it uh, I, I feel like this is going to be one of those where you can relate to the character a little bit more. And you're, it's, to your point, it's telling a human story. And, one of the one of the things that I was reading about was saying though that this because of the, I think they call them the tracksuit mafia or mm-hmm. something they wear the red jumpsuit or the red tracksuits in the comic that you were referring to they're tied at the top level to Wilson Fisk and so some people are thinking they're wondering if this is going to be how Disney finally ties in the Netflix what they had started on Netflix obviously they don't they can't touch those. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe they can. Maybe the well, Daredevil's the, back in Marvel's court now. I think it, that time has elapsed. I think it's elapsed, and so that's why people so, were clamoring. They like, yeah, are thinking that uh, Daredevil will be in the new Spider-Man movie. Sure, um, yeah. it's be as as Peter Parker's we lawyer. Might see him in this, you like, know. Yeah, who knows? It would be pretty cool to see, you know, 
any of that stuff pop up, I'd this, be down for it. This could be interesting, yeah. And one of the, I guess, too, the actual title of the the show is mirrored off of one of the comics directly. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's given a lot of people the uh, the feeling that this is going to pull very heavily from that source material. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I love, again, just seeing things like there's obviously a Steve Rogers musical that exists. Like, cannot wait to see that. Those, see, I, I played, started playing the trailer for Jill and Natalie last yeah. night, but I think Jill had missed in the very intro where it showed like the marquee. And so it shows the quick shot later of someone like dancing. She goes, What the fuck yeah. is that? I'm like, Oh, it's a, in this universe, they made a musical based on Steve Rogers and it yeah. looks adorable. And those are the things that I love. Again, like Marvel does such a good job of like just further giving you those little things of like you know like with falcon and lunar soldier it's like we gotta give the shield over to the museum right because this is the captain america exhibit that is gonna live on and so on and so forth or even in you know winter soldier we're like then the smithsonian there's the whole thing telling you about how captain america became captain america and you just see these things exist where, of course there's gonna be a musical about steve rogers of course there is you know that's that stuff's going to exist in, in all that sort of stuff. I, those are the things that add extra flavor. That's the kind of shit that I imagine you'd see at a Disney park, right? Sure. You know, like where sure. it's like yeah. this total, which is almost like extra like commercialization of this thing. That's so awesome. Yeah. Is that's totally, you'd, you'd go in and be like, see the Steve Rogers, you know, the captain Rogers, right. <laughs> you know, stage show. It plays every day at two and four. And you know, it's just, it's, it totally fits it. Like, that's exactly what we would do to memorialize a fucking hero. <laughs> this this gets into to what you and I have been talking about off mic a lot, which is world building. Mm-hmm. So, like, that that adds that one extra layer of texture and makes it like, okay, so these people are they're aware of what's happening. They're building their own stories in the universe on top of this. And people like it just it it makes that much that much richer to uh to experience and again something that dc has not figured out yeah it's just i don't know i i find it so interesting because that's what i think made you know captain america or and you know falcon and Winter soldier so interesting was that you had two characters who knew captain america they were excellent friends with them and then they had to compete with what people thought captain america was Sure. You know, they're like, here's this new Captain America. It's like, no, you don't know who Steve is. Like, we're probably the two people that know him best. And neither one of us, we're like, each one of us is very hesitant to take the mantle because right. of how difficult it is to fill those shoes. And you just pick some dude right. to fill those shoes because he hit some aptitude tests. It's like, no, that's not what this is about. And just singing. And if, if those are government officials who think they know who he is and what he's he's supposed to do imagine what the general public thinks you know in our Absolutely. sort of divided society that we have in real life today i mean what would that look like oh how would God. people feel i mean it would be split right there would be some people it's like yeah he's 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 everything america should be and some people are like he fucking invaded lagos and they set off the bomb that killed people. And he's part of the imperial um, uh, military complex, industrial complex that is not needed. It's like, fuck that shit. You know, like it would not be. Not my captain. Not my captain. Mm-mm. You know, Thanos yeah. or otherwise, not my captain. You know, just <laughs> they they sort of breathe life into this world that it's like, of course, this stuff exists. I was so excited the first time I watched Daredevil. And on Netflix, and they referenced just offhanded, you know, how this guy is beating the shit out of everyone. 
And the Fisk's assistant essentially goes, you know, if he was had a hammer, a magical hammer, a suit of armor, I'd understand why he's kicking your ass because those were the lines that I loved. It's like, we exist in this world with these incredible right. characters. You know, mm, right. you're meeting people who survived the Battle of New York and how it's affected right. their lives and how they feel about people like Jessica Jones and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it's it's a world that everyone's living in, which makes it that much more magical to me. Yeah. And I think Hawkeye is going to explore that more, which is why I think movies like Ant-Man or shows like this and Captain America and Winter Soldier and WandaVision, like they're so much more important because you get to explore that more human side of things that you get, you get a chance to really deal with those sociopolitical things that I think are really important and give more credence to this world. Yeah. I agree fully, Doug. Good. Otherwise we are going to have to fight. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just excited. I'm, I'm a little nervous. The only thing I'm nervous about is, and I don't know timeline where this or timeline wise where this lines up, but I'm Christmas. nervous about not having seen. Well, no, no, but I'm saying in the in the grand scheme of like the Marvel timeline, Christmas. I don't. Thank you. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> uh, I don't know if not seeing Black Widow and not seeing Shang Chi is going to uh. like. Is there going to be? Because that was the concern back in spring was that Disney was like, we have to release Black Widow because there is some shit that is going to be like continuity wise is going to be all jacked up. Yeah, that's a good we've point. We've got Loki coming out. We've got this coming out. We've got that. And so like they were like, we need to when you have something that is so finely put together like a jigsaw, like like their stories are like <laughs> delaying or or swapping around a release can have big ramifications on what people see and what they know and what they're this and that. So I feel like before that comes out, before Spider-Man comes out, even in what's that mm. November? I think that's also a December release. You just made me burp. December release. So you're that's not how it works, right? that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's if like you burp when I yeah. burp, just like that, you know, <laughs> Spider-Man, no way home. Uh, when are you coming out? Uh, December 17th. Okay. So that's going to be right before. Got it. So wait, wait, it, it's for Christmas. Doesn't when does when does the official when does Hawkeye drop? Uh, what, is the, what is the official release date? Official release date for that is November twenty fourth. It, it actually is no, comes okay, out so before that was coming out early. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so before both of those, I feel like we're gonna have to see Black Widow and Shang Chi just to keep up. Well, yeah, it also looks like uh, Black Widow's sister, Florence Pugh, is actually cast in this as well. So probably yeah, that's. Yeah, I that was the one thing when they yeah. talked about the in in sequence of Black Widow, I I caught a little bit of what it was before I was able to turn it off, and she's definitely part of it. So, um, yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see it. Well, fortunately, Black Widow won't be a problem because yeah. that's coming out in October for the yeah. public. So, I got to figure out the Shang Chi though. I think I'll now that I think about, it, I think I'm gonna try and get over to the theater maybe this weekend or next weekend. And try to, okay. And try to figure. I mean, enough time has passed at this point. I feel like it should be. If it was quiet yeah. before, it should be real quiet now. And then maybe yeah. I could pull that off uh, and go Ooh, see that. I'm going to San Diego next week. I'm gonna see if I can get Drew to go see it with me. Oh, you're going to San Diego? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, 
Yeah, you're not. If gonna... I can get Drew to go see a Marvel. Yeah, movie. I'm sure that'll go over well. I think it will. Thank you. Yeah, I don't. I'm glad I don't, we're in agreement. I don't think. I don't, no, I don't think Drew's gonna go. He will. He you will, just said it was gonna go over well. He's gonna fight you. It. He's tiny. Oh, you just heard it here. Drew is tiny. Small, and I, look, small Vinky. I I jump roped today. Okay, Doug. <laughs> I think enough said. I uh maybe Enough now said. maybe now it's too early but you know I want everyone to know that Justin has uh, inspired me to work out. This is the second time I've inspired Doug to do mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And we're we're on a journey together. Yeah, uh, he he mentioned this other app to work out and I was like I briefly looked at it and I'm like I'm all in and uh <laughs> Doug got real fucking excited. I got real, real excited. And yeah. uh, I'm already like, let's fucking do this. And uh, I did my first weight training today. I got, you know, more weight training tomorrow. I've been trying new recipes already. Like, I'm fucking pumped. I had a bunch of good food today. I even put fucking baby spinach in something. I sent a picture of it and sent it to my mom. I'm like, did you ever think I would ever eat a lunch like this? And she goes like, oh, my God, that looks delicious. And she goes, I'm going to Arby's. <laughs> I think it, it, much. the emergency fart was probably the correct response oh. to that one. Yeah. That's what happens when you walk in through the door and Arby's instead of like a bell ringing. Like that's the sound that comes yeah, and they're exactly. like, welcome to Arby's bathrooms welcome over there. <laughs> we'll bring your food to you in there. Don't worry that's right. about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's where you, cause that's, uh, that's where you eat it. You animal. <laughs> no, when you sent me that picture, I was just like, I don't know what's happening right now. I, yeah. this is very concerning to me. Yeah. Here's the thing. But, it, it was good. It was really good. And, bingo. and I didn't really taste the spinach. Like, you know, it cooks down enough where, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. So yeah. bag delicious. of spinach cooks down to just, uh, about the size of a quarter. Yeah. I, yeah. uh, I'm going to try something else with spinach. I'm going to do some, uh, Big shells with ricotta and spinach. I'm going to try that yeah, tomorrow. Buddy. I think that'll be really nice. good. And yeah, I've got all sorts of shit, man. I'm, I'm super this, excited. This app we're talking about, it's called Center. And it's uh, it's Chris, Hem- Chris Hemsworth's, uh, it's his project. He launched it with his wife and his team of nutritionists and trainers and things like that. And so it's basically um, inspired by what he does to get in shape for his movies and stuff. They're taking that and they're modifying it and making an entire like lifestyle thing around it. And so um, their Instagram ads and videos hooked me. And I was like, this looks cool. Looked into it. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to give it a shot. Showed Doug and Doug was like, ah, man. Because what's great about it is they have like three paths that you can just get on and switch at any time. Yes. And uh, right now I'm on the weight loss path. I'm, as soon as I'm comfortable with where I'm at there, I'm switching over to um, building muscle. And it's so and you can you can whatever suits you at that moment, you know. Yeah. And I'm on the weightlifting path right now. I was just right. reading because I've been lifting weights, but I've just been kind of aimless in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need some structure. And I'm like, oh, this is exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. And it's it's definitely going to push me in a lot of ways. I was like, I need that next push. And I'm like, this is it because yeah. it's like, oh, you work out every day. I was like, oh, uh, are you going to like, this is that good? It's like, oh, listen to your body, but we're going to design it so that you can work out every day. I'm like, challenge accepted. Let's do this. Right. Like, well, I, I want to, I, I want to do it tomorrow's. <laughs> and I was like, it's only a 23 minute workout. And I'm like, 23 minutes. 
what is this? But it's the high intensity oh, uh, interval training strength power pump. And it's with uh, who's who's the Ashley Joy. It's all core based, all core based. So you're doing like yeah, inchworms and Russian twists and oh, toe boy. touches, sit up punches. Uh, it's a plank hip dips, hip dips. side plank dips, um, cross body plank crunches. I'm like, oh, this is going to be 23 minutes, but 23 minutes of hell. So it's uh, I'll say this. I've been on it two days now and I am. And, you know, Doug and I, have, we've talked again about this a lot. I've been working out, same as Doug, uh, almost daily for the past probably four months or so. My body's never felt like this before. I am in some serious pain. Like, I wasn't working out enough mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's muscles that I'm hitting now that I didn't realize were not being hit. And I'm very aware of them now. Yeah, I'm super excited just because, like, I love everything like today when i worked out it wasn't super hard but i yeah. got a good sweat going like it was yep. it was it was super setting with what i was doing and i was like i love this like i'm so yeah. excited the days that are going to be challenging are going to be the non-lifting days they're just going to yes. be like moving around like i'm scared for those i'm scared for those days but i'm like this I'm will be always, good you know i'm always nervous about those days but then once you get into it i'm like okay i get it cuz i always feel like i'm like how is this going to be a workout mm-hmm. i'm just moving around mm-hmm. and i'm always wrong oh i mean i've seen what this stuff is and i'm like oh yeah unfortunately it's what, like oh this will be what are you scared about like, what's, uh, it's just what's intimidating like to you? just the the cardio aspect of it i've never been much of a cardio nut gotcha, so gotcha. like okay, i'm like that's... oh great i'm going to be feeling like shit because my cardio is so bad but you know right. Um, you know, on Thursday, I've got the guy who trains Navy SEALs. Uh, Rook. Rook. Yeah, doing his stuff. And I'm like, whew. This well, is and that's be- always the thing, too, is is what you... I, I This has been my philosophy, not just in working out, but in a lot of stuff. What you resist is usually the thing that you need to do. Exactly. It, like, the harder you resist something should be an indication that that's probably a thing you need to take a second look at. Yeah. Because you're resisting it for a reason. And so... With this cardio, this is probably the thing that you're that unfortunately the thing and it, it might be a key that unlocks even more dramatic rate loss than you already have, have seen, you know? Well, because I look I'm also looking at, you know, the routine and it's yeah. it's 30 minutes. You're, but you're, you're stop. That's what, exactly what I was going to say. I'm, like, I'm looking and I'm like, all right, cool. You do a cluster. It's like 40 seconds on 20 second rest, 40 seconds, 20. All right, cool. And then it's like and then you do it again. And then you do it again <laughs> and then you do something different and then you do that again and then you do uh-huh. that again and then you do something else different and then you do that again. And then you do that three times and then uh, it's like, and there's just 20 second like rests. Yeah. Like you just go, that, go, go, but that will be good. They don't make you. And I think that's even with weightlifting, I'm assuming too, is that what you, what, what I was doing and probably what you were doing was I would lift or I would do a set or I would do whatever. And then I would probably put too much rest in between. Mm-hmm. So my heart rate never got elevated. And what I'm noticing here is that any interval sets that you do, uh, is they, they give you a rest period, but it is far shorter than anything that I had been giving myself previously. So like you're, you are, your heart rates up, you're sweating, you're, you're, you're not stopping. Well, it's funny because I was doing shorter rests before, Okay. But with this, like the rests are great. Like with the weight that I'm doing, it's like rest is usually two and a half minutes, which is oh, good. Oh, is it really? But 
you know, you're supposed to be doing, it's like, you know, five reps. Well, you need to do enough so that five reps is, is, so you need to max that weight out. And then, and then you go into something else and then you rest. Like, so you're supersetting, which is good. And I feel better when I'm doing that. So I know this is really exciting talk for everybody, but uh, I'm excited about it. And I, this might be something that someone hears this and then they are like, Hey, I'm going to try this too. Like it's not, yeah, obviously this isn't the most entertaining talk, but you know, this is the lifestyle section of our podcast. Yeah. Right. We've been, you know, we've been on this kick for a while and yeah. you know, I, I'm, it's, I'm just so thrilled that this is something I want to do because yeah. for many years I didn't want to do anything. And now I've seen some, some gains and I'm like, you know, I'm not saying I want to be, you know, Chris Hemsworth when this is done. That's not my goal. But my goal is like to to be lean and fit and have some definition in my muscles. You know, like I'd love to not have man boobs. I'm working on it. Like I can see oh, it. Dude, that's the dream, man. I have skin hanging off my ass. Like what? Yeah, I have loose skin. I just the other day I was just like getting in the shower. I went by the 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 mirror. I looked. I'm like, wait a second. What? And I just sort of stood there and like there's like skin like. I've lost so much weight that there's skin hanging off my ass. I'm like, all right, well, we got to keep working because we got to, we got to make sure now, that, that 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 goes away. You know, you might need to switch over to the toning section. That's what I'm working <laughs> on right now. Is like you know, lean, muscular, sort of like yeah. let's let's build this out because right now I've got that. I've got some skin hanging off of me, and I was like, yeah. all right, just keep working at it. We're you know we're gonna we're gonna get there, and I'm I'm seeing yeah. some stuff. I'm feeling really good, That's and now awesome, it's just man. like you know let's. Let's see how much better we can we can make it. So, you know, it. all I'm saying is if you're listening out there and you're like, God, I feel like shit. It's just, you know, you can do it. Yeah. I, I was just a lazy guy who didn't know how to eat. I'm, eating was was the hardest thing for me. And I've 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 gotten in a good place with that. And now <laughs> Jared says time for squats. Time for squats, yep. man. Leg Get day. Butt tight. Get that butt tight. I was doing that today, man. My butt is going to be so sore tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I was doing some butt stuff today. You know what I'm saying? I was just getting oh. up in there, getting up there yeah. in the butt. We'll get know. to the butt in a second. Yeah, there we go. And the best part was working on the machines, you know? Oh, yeah. Machines! We're showing some signs of being fucking wet! Yeah, I was sweaty. Yeah. Um, one, one, thing- uh, one, okay. one quick story here. That's just the idea of, like, Thor and Chris Hemsworth. Apparently on the way to school today, Natalie was having a rough morning was not being super helpful and uh you know jill was trying to talk to her and the best thing about natalie a lot of times is she will get you out of a funk and get herself out of funk by just asking a question um we had started watching the new what if series recently but it got scary for her, the new okay. episode but then sure. she was like dad i want to try and watch this again i'm like all right if it's scary just whatever so she watched it all and she just asked jill this morning on the way to school after kind of having a morning, she goes mom what do you think zombie Thor looks like? Because we never got to see his face. And Jill's like, oh, I mean, I don't know. What do you think he looks like? She's like, he's not a zombie because he's too handsome. He has handsome hair. <laughs> and Jill goes, oh, you think he's handsome? She's like, yeah. She goes, do you know what that means? She goes, yeah. It's basically, you know, a, a pretty boy. She goes, yeah. She goes, oh, do you like, you know, handsome boys? She goes, ew, no, I don't like anything that's handsome. <laughs> She's, she's changed she got, all of a sudden. She got very Drax about it. She's like, yeah, I don't like handsome stuff. She's in that mode yeah. now where she sees people kissing. She's like, ew, gross. Yep. Like she's kind of doing that. And I'm like, For yeah. Sure, yeah. This made me think of that. I was thinking of Chris Hemsworth and just 
It's he's got crazy. handsome hair. He's got a handsome hair, but I don't like it. But I don't like him because he's handsome, you know. He's, bleh, bleh, yeah. Gross. Um, yeah, no, but uh, you know, we'll we'll do our best to not uh, to to. We've talked a lot about fitness and and food and cooking and stuff like that. We'll try our best to to not make that uh, as as much of what we talk about. But every once in a while, you know, if you are listening to this in the next couple months and next year, it's probably going to be something we do talk about, but we would encourage you to, if you're going to do some sort of a fitness journey or, or changing something in your life, share that with us because yes. we, uh, we love hearing that. Like basically that this is supposed to be one giant community is what we're building here. So let us know on our discord, on our social medias, let us know what you're doing and how it's going for you, what you're working. You may turn Doug and I onto something that we have no idea. And then we'll talk about, it. maybe we'll have you on to talk about it. I'm just saying this is this is a place for everyone to share shit. We just happen to have a microphone so you hear us talk about it a lot more. Yeah, and honestly, it took me years of listening to other people do stuff to finally mm-hmm. inspire me and get me in the place where I'm like, oh, I can do this. You know, yeah. listening to Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura, you know, do their things and just hearing people <laughs> talk about that. I was like, could I do that? I was like, I bet I could. Or hearing, you know, Burt make terrible choices with his food. And I'm like, don't do that. I'm like, wait, I do that. You know, it's just... It took me a while. So, yeah, we're not here to yeah. be like, you know, check out my abs, baby. But, you know, seriously, check them out. Um, Once we do get abs, yeah, we're right? going to be doing that, though. Yeah. Right. This stream is going to turn a uh, complete 180, and it's going to be yeah. a hot tub stream. Hot tub stream. And yeah. I'll be a ripped, hairy motherfucker because I'm just right. super hairy. That's how I work. The other thing, once we get super ripped uh, and we start looking like Chris Hemsworth with a handsome hair, the other thing the stream could turn into is. Welcome to the throwdown. Oh, silky, silky. Silky, silky. We got the silky. <laughs> I just looked at it. <laughs> well, I don't know what the second one is. We're going to find out. That's a thing. Hit the tunes. Let's do this. Oh, my God. This week's throwdown is Pepsi Man versus Kool-Aid Man. (laughs) So, yes, I I wasn't aware that Pepsi Man was a thing. But apparently, let's start with Pepsi Man. Uh, Pepsi Man is an official Pepsi mascot from Pepsi's Japanese corporate branch created sometime around the mid 1990s. All right. We're talking about ripped. This guy's jacked. Yeah. You know he's cool because he's got a chain around his neck. Um, So his role was to appear with Pepsi to thirsty people craving or or people craving soda. Gross. Uh, (laughs) Sega Standard released its arcade fighting game Fighting Vipers. And apparently uh, they developed a game called Pepsi Man. Sounds really boring. Uh, okay. so let's take a look at his powers. So his origin, Pepsi. I love it. That's all it says. He's a tier nine B, whatever the fuck that means. Whatever that means. Uh, powers and abilities. Superhuman physical characteristics, martial arts and acrobatics. Tune force. All right. Summoning water manipulation through Pepsi cans. So apparently you can only manipulate whatever carbonated water is in the Pepsi cans. <laughs> Enhanced hearing can hear people calling for Pepsi man and sense people asking for Pepsi from miles away. <laughs> A very specific uh, enhanced theory. Technopathy fixed a computer system that governs Pepsi City and that controls the supply of Pepsi worldwide. This is insane. Attack potency. Wait, so he's he's IT is what he is. For Pepsi. 
Like he fixed a computer system that governs Pepsi City yeah. and that controls the supply of Pepsi worldwide. He's IT for the company. His attack potency's wall level can casually run through wooden iron walls. Uh, his speed is superhuman. He outran a he outran casually. a he outran a not Coca Cola truck, chasing him at normal speed. <laughs> uh, and he's subsonic subsonic reaction can dodge and jump over cars and motorbikes. His lifting strength at least athletic human. <laughs> Thank God. Possibly higher. Uh, strength strength and durability wall level. Uh, stamina high can run through a desert without getting winded. His range is standard. Standard he can equipment run through the desert without getting winded because you know he's got unlimited supplies of Pepsi. His standard equipment is Pepsi cans. Optional yep. equipment is snowboard, skateboard, and surfboard. His intelligence fluctuates. While he's good at delivering Pepsi, those in need and parkouring through some dire situations, he often ignores surrounding signals and therefore looks clumsy. As to not know his glass doors and miscalculate his jumps and street maneuvers. I feel like this is the best matchup. Like, I think this is going to be yeah. really, really good. Uh, right, wait, so... wait, let me do weaknesses real quick. Weaknesses. Oh, yeah. When he is concentrated on doing certain things, he may ignore surrounding threats, often placing him in awkward and unlikely situations he could have easily avoided. He seems to need to drink Pepsi to maintain his stamina. This guy is is bad news if that's what he has to do to maintain his stamina. Like, that oh, is a bad thing. he's got diabetes coming. Yeah. He's also has Pepsi summoning, be it liquid or contained in Pepsi cans. Pepsi Man can summon his trademark liquid... <laughs> It's trademark liquid. Any to quench any human's thirst at will. Uh, I don't like the term, the phrase trademark liquid. Yeah. I don't like that. We know it's trademarked. It's Pepsi Man. Like Right. But just the concept, if you're not talking about Pepsi, if I'm talking about I'm gonna summon my trademark liquid. Right. Like I don't like that at all. <laughs> that is gross. Uh ugh. All right, take us through. I also don't like how they used parkouring as a verb. Yeah, right. Yeah, or an adverb. <laughs> verb? Adverb? I don't know. Verb. Kool-Aid Man! I didn't realize that Kool-Aid Man has Marvel comic tie-ins, so that's interesting. Oh, good. But powers and stat. We all know who Kool-Aid Man he is. He's the anthropomorphic uh, pitcher filled with Kool-Aid, television mascot of the beverage Kool-Aid, a brand of flavored drink mixed and owned by Kraft Foods. In the advertisement or in the advertisement, he's typically featured answering the call of children by smashing through, taken out of context again. <laughs> Quotes out of context. He's he answers the call of children by smashing through the walls and holding a pitcher filled with his juice <laughs> and yelling his catchphrase. Oh yeah, um, gross. So uh, he's also a tier nine B. Um, Known in lore, uh, its official version has been active since 74. Let's see. Superhuman physical characteristics. Wait, so his powers and abilities, the first one listed, superhuman physical characteristics. Ta-da. What does that mean? Um, how do you... It, can, what, how you pronounce that? Inorganic What's, physiology? Oh, God. You ever read a word and like it completely like the letter that was not inorganic to me. Oh, uh, without a was, doubt. You were you were doing the the syllables. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, nope, this isn't. I was like, I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, water manipulation, enhanced hearing, uh, some hand to hand combat skills, uh, self-sustenance, vehicular mastery, 
he can ride a horse. I feel like he would kill a horse. Yeah, I feel like uh, he knows how to fly a helicopter. What? Where did he train? Um, all right. Time travel with time machine. Anyone using a time machine can time travel. That's not a power. Right. Some resistance to technopathy. <gasps> there you go. So he's resistant to one of the strengths of Pepsi Man. Yeah. Telekinesis. Um, uh, empathic man, uh, was a manipulation and mind manipulation. Um, seems unaffected by thirst ray until thirsties overload the beam cannon and the explosion hurt themselves. God, I hate that sentence. Uh, attack potency, wall level plus, casually smashes through sections of wall made of different materials, including the metal hull of a spaceship, killing everyone inside instantly. Uh, he, it, little known fact, he actually fought Tang Man when he was in space. There you go. Uh, speed, superhuman, he outruns and dodges flying electrical appliances. <laughs> Possibly much faster. Uh, bumps into uh, one house two seconds after a child calls his name. Uh, lifting strength, unknown. Striking strength, wall class. Durability, at least wall level plus. Stamina, presumably high. That's bullshit. Rain. You can't just say presumably high based on what right. evidence, He's sir? He's a glass pitcher. <laughs> range, standard melee range. Standard equipment, a pitcher filled with Kool-Aid. Uh, non-standard. He's got a helicopter, shuttles, uh, jetpack that travels through space, a horse, and a time traveling machine, also known as a time machine. Intelligence unknown, presumably average. His hot-headed character, his hot-headed character, makes him appear less intelligent than he is. He's angry. Mm-hmm. Apparently, however, so. he's still a skilled combatant, able to quickly realize that the opponent he was facing in one fight was just a hologram. <laughs> Weakness is short-lived. This. I am obsessed with the Kool-Aid man's history now. I need to know more. His short limbs make him very clumsy. His hot-headed character makes him bump through surrounding uh, through surrounding things easily. Uh, also, I would say that uh, anyone, you know, drinking his shit is drinking all the asbestos and drywall that has fallen into the open head yeah. as he's come through the wall, and that's gross. So he murders people by feeding them asbestos. Yes. Wow, that's a lot. Um gosh this is a this is a tough one because i this think this is. is an extremely even match um because here's the thing ah uh, because their durability is both see uh, kool-aid's is wall plus and it's striking uh, so kool-aid is striking strength is wall class plus and wall level plus Whereas Pepsi Man is just wall class and wall level for strength and, and durability. But I have to say that I feel like even though he has durability of, of going through walls, I feel like once you crack that exterior, it's all over, man. Like if you can, if you can find a way to crack it, you know, his, his, the glass pitcher. Yeah. Now, granted, like. If he's durable, I don't know, based on these stats, which I think some of I'm them just, are questionable, you know. I'm just saying with Pepsi, man, what does he have to crack it with, though? Yeah. Nothing on Cans his... of Pepsi? That's the thing, too, because apparently his strike class is just wall level. And the durability on Kool-Aid Man is wall level plus. Right. So, um... Now, the durability on Pepsi Man is wall level. Yeah, so it seems and like Kool-Aid... Striking- 
Kool-Aid striking is wall class plus. But here's the thing. So. It's because of its body, not because of his limbs. He can bust That's through true. walls. But his 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 limbs are... And, I feel he like... he is hot-headed. He is hot-headed. And Pepsi Man, uh, his intelligence fluctuates. True, um, true. This is an incredibly evenly matched throwdown. Yeah. I feel like due to the limb situation, I guess the thing is Kool-Aid Sky still travels fast too, right? When children call, he shows oh, up. Within two seconds, he's busting through that wall. But I would, say, I would say this. Both Pepsi Man and Kool-Aid Man would not... They, they run fast when they hear someone who is thirsty. Okay. But would they run fast... To fight each other. Like, if they show up and they have to duel each other, are they going to be moving at that speed to attack each other, or is their speed contingent on someone needing to be drink their trademark fluids, you know? That's a really good question. I'm inclined to assume that they can, they can do it at will. I mm -hmm. don't think they need to be summoned in order to tap into that speed force, if you will. Yeah. Um, but... Nowhere does it say that they can just immediately. Well, here's the thing. Speed super. The Kool-Aid man says he outruns and dodges flying electrical appliances. Mm -hmm. So he does just have superhuman speed. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say anything. And then, then it goes on to say possibly much faster coming into the house two seconds after some child calls his name. So it does make it sound like he is able to move at that speed. At yeah. Work. Where was the uh, the speed superhuman outran out of that cool? Yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, with subsonic reactions can dodge and jump over cars and motorbikes trying to run them over. So if he can move subs, well, but two seconds, man, this is a fucking good one. Because I was gonna say if he can move at subsonic speeds, like can he move? Can he get fast enough to to uh, crack the pitcher? Yeah, with, with just by or, you know, because it says the lifting strength is athletic human for Pepsi Man, Kool Aid Man. It's unknown. I would say I would argue that his lifting strength is probably minimal because his limbs are so short. He's like a T Rex. True, but here's the other thing: if he's busted through a spaceship, he can survive space. He can survive the pressures of space. He can, but can he survive drowning? Fill his jar with liquid of the ocean and let him sink to the bottom of the sea. That sounded like a like you read that from like a a fable. You fill the jar with the water of the sea and let him sink to the bottom <laughs> where the pressure may be and crack and bust and twist and yarn. There lies Kool-Aid man wishing he would burn. I don't know. That's all I got. Some old pirate's Noah. tale. Noah gives a nice little uh First off, can you also add that into the one shot we're going to do? Yes. Because I would like that. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Uh, he said uh, it's a Lunchable. So uh, uh, there's a, uh, it's a Pepsi Kool-Aid mixture. The kids, for, the kids are eating lunch, and uh, they call for both, and they want to drink. Uh, they want the drink to be one or the other. So basically, I think we can take that and go. So what happens is that there's a lunchroom full of kids. One kid calls for both Pepsi and Kool-Aid. These two bust in at the same time. 
And now they're fighting because they need to fulfill their destiny of delivering their liquid to this child. They've been called to fulfill the needs of thirst and they cannot go away until the needs are met. So only one can leave. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm giving this to Kool-Aid Man. And the reason I'm giving it to Kool-Aid Man is I think he's I think he's got the he yes, he's stubby, but I think he's got the girth. I think he's a little thicker. Uh I think uh he's a uh just a touch stronger and more durable. And at the end of the day, I think if he can get Pepsi Man inside of him. If he can lift him up and dunk him inside, I think he can drown Pepsi Man inside of him. Now, I don't know. His arms are too short to get him up there. But if there's a way that he can get Pepsi Man inside of him, I bet you he can I bet you he can drown Pepsi Man. I really don't want to give it to Kool-Aid Man, but yeah. I think I have to give him the edge in this just because of his he's a little more durable. Mm-hmm. He's he's a little more um he's a little stronger. There's a lot of things that are screaming to me that there's no way he could fight anything. His the only thing he has is just like uh what there there oh, there's some sort of fighting character that just punch out their belly. The fight in a oh, fighting game. Yeah. Was it Street Fighter? It may was have that... been Street Fighter. I can't remember what it was, but it was, was some that character. The Honda the the one that had the hundred hand slap, I think he did the belly bump too. I don't know if he did the belly bump, but it was like the, that's what Kool Aid Man would do. Yeah. Would just be like, brr, brr. he has like one move. It's brr, right, because he can't do anything else. Right. Um, but I don't. The Pepsi Man doesn't scream with any abilities. You know, he does. I I actually just in rereading this water manipulation through Pepsi cans. Kool Aid Man is mostly filled with water. Through Pepsi so cans. He, My the way I read that is if he can manipulate it if it's Pepsi and it's in a Pepsi can. Through okay. Because technically Kool-Aid I Man, was thinking he held Pepsi cans and he could manipulate water through the can. And Kool-Aid Man can do water manipulation. He throws jars of Kool-Aid. So wait, does that say that? Yeah. Did I that? Under powers and abilities. Yeah. He These does. two are so evenly matched, it's disturbing. It's absolutely disturbing. Ah, but Pepsi Man has Toon Force. So basically, he can defy the laws of... It's like the Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. He can defy the laws of physics, and he can play in the realm of like cartoon physics. Oh, now that's... Now also, Kool-Aid Man has, <laughs> has access to a time machine. Shit. I'm sorry, he just wins right there. He can manipulate You know time. what? You got it. Yeah, I think... That is. Anytime you can manipulate time, that's that's true. That's, that's it. the win. But between Toon Force is a good was a good Ooh. call out because there's crazy things you can do with that. But time machine, man, that's a buddy. And yeah. he knows how to turn it on and use it. So there you go. Hot damn! Hey, look the to the Council of Elders, uh, the Throwdown Council. That I got to give it up to you guys. That was well done. Excellent. Was well done. Excellent. Excellent. Well done. Oh, man. Ooh, hot damn. Jared says, I never thought of this before, but how does Beth feel when Justin yells out the winner? She's usually sleeping. 
Well done. I'm more worried about my neighbor who's who's literally this is their bedroom right through this wall here. Yeah. He's got to know every Tuesday night around this time. Here's a winner for something, you know. Yup. Yup. Well, that was delightful. Uh, Justin, what do you have to recommend this week? Uh, I am starting uh, Peaky Blinders. I've heard great things. Um, oh, man. It's a good fucking show. Killian Murphy is just a treasure. He is such a fucking good actor. Um, and, uh, you must, I will say this must watch it with subtitles. You must, must, must have subtitles on. Uh, but yeah, season one through five is on Netflix. Currently they just wrapped, I think filming season six. And so that should be coming out in 2022. And I believe season six is going to be the last one. So, um, I'm, uh, I'm trying to make my way through short seasons. I think it's only six episodes per season, but they're hour long episodes, full hour long episodes. Um, so you get a, you get a good amount of content. It's fun, man. It's a good show. Not for the faint of heart. It's very violent, but it's, uh, it's good. And, um, since we're over in England, I would say also watch Ted Lasso on Apple TV plus season two is wonderful as, uh, we can talk about that later, but uh, season two is good. Doug, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to recommend Goldberry Woods up on Union Pier, Michigan. Check them out. If you're looking for that getaway in the Midwest, uh, you're looking for a really great place to stay. Um, can't recommend it enough. Really great place. It's a really great place to go. Um, you know, enjoy the lake while you still can. And yeah, uh, yeah it's a good place. Check them out. That's good. Love they don't. It. They are not a sponsor. Just want to say they're good people. Check them out. So, which is pretty cool. Also, please check us. Uh, please check MindGap Podcast out on all your social medias at MindGap Podcast. Uh, check out our YouTube channel where we post full episodes there, as well as highlights from our show and our streams. Please check us out on Twitch, Twitch.tv/MindGapPodcast, where we do our live streams of our podcasts every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central. And we do our video game podcasts or, you know, uh, streams every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central. Please come hang out with us. It's always good uh, just seeing people here. It's another way to support the podcast uh, with a viewership. And also just we get to, you know, you get to interact with us. We get to interact with you. It's it's the best. And this Saturday, D&D, the fantasy board game, the next adventure. We're continuing that. It's going to be super exciting. Yeah, uh, and, and also don't forget to follow Justin as well. That's right. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, all the places where you can consume podcasts. Rate, review, share, um, subscribe, all those good things. And then 2East8th.com slash MindGap. And then just keep an eye on all of 2East8th stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for being part of the show and more importantly justin thank you oh douglas thank you twitch thank you listeners thank you you all have a dandy fucking week mind gap podcast